Welcome to a nonfiction story cast about people in Seattle who built churches and how they did it. I'm Cindy Safranoff. I'm the author, and this is Dedication, building the Seattle branches of Mary Baker Eddy's church, a centennial story. Episode 35, Cornerstone. It was 6 o'clock a.m. on Wednesday, July 13, 1921. The five members of the building committee, the seven members of the board, the contractor, foreman, and head mason quietly assembled at the corner of Northeast 50th Street and 17th Avenue Northeast, the building site for the church edifice for Third Church of Christ Scientist Seattle, where the foundation had been quietly awaiting its structure for the past 18 months. That summer morning, this small group gathered for a ceremony. They were laying the cornerstone for their church. It was the earnest wish of the building committee that the ceremony be held as quietly and with as little publicity as possible. The private service was held in the early morning to avoid curiosity seekers, as Byron Haviland later explained. Traditionally, many churches and organizations have celebrated the laying of cornerstones with large gatherings and special ceremonial shovels. But Reverend Mary Baker Eddy required a different approach for Christian Science churches. In the church manual was a bylaw. No large gathering of people nor display shall be allowed when laying the cornerstone of a Church of Christ scientist. Let the ceremony be devout. At the cornerstone ceremony for Third Church, it was later recounted. Even nature's voices were silent during that early morning hour, and the absolute stillness of the mist-wrapped earth gave fitting tribute to the sacred occasion. The two official readers came prepared with special reading selections. When she was on the building committee, Ruth Densmore had participated in the decision-making for the cornerstone and church inscription, so it was beautifully fitting that she was there as second reader. The first reader, Ralph Earl Forbes, started the ceremony by leading the group in repeating together the daily prayer from the church manual. Thy kingdom come, let the reign of divine truth, life, and love be established in me, and rule out of me all sin. And may thy word enrich the affections of all mankind and govern them. Mrs. Densmore then read these brief selections from the Bible. Psalms I will praise thee, for thou hast heard me, and art become my salvation. The stone which the builders refused 
is become the head stone of the corner. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. 1 Corinthians I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. According to the grace of God which is given unto me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereon. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid which is Jesus Christ. Mr. Forbes read these selections from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. The Bible teaches transformation of the body by the renewal of spirit. Take away the spiritual signification of Scripture, and that compilation can do no more for mortals than can moonbeams to melt a river of ice. The error of the ages is preaching without practice. Our Master said, If ye love me, keep my commandments. One's aim, a point beyond faith, should be to find the footsteps of truth, the way to health and holiness. The chief stones in the temple of Christian science are to be found in the following postulates. That life is God, good, and not evil. That soul is sinless, not to be found in the body. That spirit is not and cannot be materialized. That life is not subject to death. That the spiritual real man has no birth, no material life, and no death. Jesus established his church and maintained his mission on a spiritual foundation of Christ healing. He taught his followers that his religion had a divine principle, which would cast out error and heal both the sick and the sinning. Our Master said to every follower, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. Heal the sick. Love thy neighbor as thyself. It was this theology of Jesus which healed the sick and the sinning. It is his theology in this book and the spiritual meaning of this theology which heals the sick and causes the wicked to forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Church, the structure of truth and love. Whatever rests upon and proceeds from divine principle. The church is that institution which affords proof of its utility and is found elevating the race, rousing the dormant understanding, 
from material beliefs to the apprehension of spiritual ideas and the demonstration of divine science, thereby casting out devils or error and healing the sick. Then the group stood in silence while the workmen installed the cornerstone and cemented into place and adjusted the terracotta tile facing, bearing the inscription, Third Church of Christ Scientist, 1921 A.D. After silent prayer, everyone present united in repeating the Lord's Prayer with Mary Baker Eddy's spiritual interpretation. Our Father, which art in heaven, our Father, Mother, God, all harmonious, hallowed be thy name, adorable one, thy kingdom come, thy kingdom is come, thou art ever present, Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know as in heaven, so on earth. God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. And as later recounted, when the benediction had been pronounced, each went his way in silence, feeling that God was still speaking. <laughs>